Hey guys, uh, this is, uh, you can consider this the first episode of Design Flaws. Uh, it's going to be Design Flaws. is going to be a show where I just, um, off the top, just rant about, you know, global events, politics. I mean, you know, you can think of it as a, a little accessory uh, listening tool for you to, uh, you know, feel some... Feel like a little, feel like someone's venting for you. I'll do all the yelling. I'll raise my blood pressure for you. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll be the, uh, outrage, funny enough, outrage for, uh, for all you guys out there who, uh, who can agree with me or who think that, you know, they should, uh, they feel like they feel, uh, like I'm saying something worthwhile. If not, you know, I, um, I, uh, don't really care if you listen, but if you listen, it's cool. You know, it'd be cool if you listen. It'd be, I think it'd be fun, and hopefully we can have a lot of fun with it. But um, yeah, the next thing you're about to hear is going to be pretty much just verbal diarrhea. It's going to be essentially just a total dump of information. So you know, make of it what you will. But uh, you know, it's pretty, pretty garbage stuff. But you know, garbage content ahead. Hopefully, we can turn this into something cool. But uh, this is the pilot, so see you soon, bitches. Fuck, dude. It's December 8th, man. December 8th, 2020. Uh, This is just straight up, just turn the microphone on, recording. I don't know. I didn't write anything, didn't plan anything. Debating whether I'm going to upload all this or not, but if you hear it out on YouTube, then I did, and I'm, this is going to be a long, fucking first dump. It's just I'm just thinking I'm just going to label it like a dump or something, you know? Just make it all a dump, a dump, yeah. <clears throat> but Jesus, dude, I mean, have we been following the news, people? Have we been looking at what's been happening in these great, great lands? Some fucking good stuff. I mean, overall, you've seen. Uh, I don't know. I mean, look, a lot of people are calling the election. A lot of people are saying that it's over. I don't think it's over at all, actually. I think there's still a lot of time. Um, I think that all Donald Trump has to do, I mean, is pretty simple. It's pretty simple. It's pretty self-explanatory. I mean, it's it's not something that's super complex. I don't know why a lot of people are, uh, you know, <clears throat> really, really dismissive of it. If you have any lefty friends that you're probably unable to tolerate at this point. You know, they're all being very dismissive of it. They're all very, uh, they, they like to say, oh, no, like, he's not going to win. Or, they, or sh- I mean, some of them will get triggered, like, triggered. Um, some of them are like, I mean, they're rooting for it like a Super Bowl. It's pretty weird. Like, it, you know, because it's just such a shit scenario. This whole scenario is we have news, I mean, we have news networks and, you know, uh, media companies and all sorts of things that uh, basically are running the whole show. I mean, they they pretty much select, curate, breed, and then place all this shit right in front of people. And people get, you know, pretty charged up about it. I mean, right now, openly supporting the president is makes you more of a victim of, uh, you know, ridicule and harassment than I would say openly supporting Biden. And I think... And I think anyone believing all that bullshit about, like, you know, Proud Boys or all that shit, it's like, dude, give me a break, man. Like, don't don't read the news and assume the news covers everything. They cover what they want. They cover when they want. They cover it for a certain narrative, and that certain narrative is paid for by somebody. Like, you know, I, I mean, I, I, I'm talking to people right now, and they, they still believe in the Russiagate stuff. And I'm like, dude, how could you possibly believe... The Russiagate stuff. Because if you were someone who actually prided yourself on... If you're going to... Let's say... If you're a lefty, right? This is a message to lefties. You can send this to your lefty friends if you want. If you're a lefty and you... You just... Uh, you know, you, you just look at your news and you assume that... Well, this must be the full story and I'm going to be able to get triggered about this. I'm going to make sure I get outraged about this. Like, I'm going to take the editorial uh, intentions of the editor and hopefully I get outraged about it like you know you're falling you're falling for the trap you're falling for the whole business model I don't know if I've said this earlier but you know it's it's incredibly obvious for a lot of people and 
when you look around the world and you look around what's obvious, right? You you look at the Trump supporter and that is where you should understand, oh, wait a second. The guy voting for Trump gets that. He gets that this is a trap and he actually doesn't have any animosity towards me. He's just very fervent in his support for the president. Like that's something that you should appreciate. I mean, it's definitely not something that you should, uh, you know, ridicule and roast. And, and, you know, I understand that there's always going to be, you know, snarky things on both sides, but, you know, you know, try lefties, try actually analyzing policy and looking at things from a non-biased view. Stop automatically assuming that because it has Donald Trump's name attached to it, that it's a bad thing. You know, because if you did that, you would acknowledge things like Donald Trump's free trade. You'd acknowledge that free trade policies, yeah, maybe maybe theoretically uh, other countries would have less jobs because we decide to dump more jobs into the U.S., but all the countries that we're typically going to, uh, you know, dump jobs into are going to be pretty much, you know, exploiting slave labor, underpaying their workers. They're going to be doing things that are way worse than, you know, a low-wage job here. And stop ridiculing low-wage jobs. Like, stop assuming that people can't... Uh, oh, I just accidentally pressed play and pause on this shit. But stop assuming that people can't, you know, make their own decisions and be able to, you know, do their own thing. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I think the message to the lefty should contain. I mean, I can't, I can't really break it down all right now. I have to think about it. But, you know, it's, it's not something that you should pride yourself on. Stop reading the Associated Press and Reuters and... All these, I mean, Associated Press and Reuters, for all intents and purposes, used to be pretty like good publishings. But unfortunately, you know, the activist bias—I don't know—I wouldn't call them like necessarily like corporate bias, but I would call them—they definitely have activist bias, and it's like <clears throat> pretty ridiculous. I mean, I would say New York Times, Washington Post, um, a lot of a lot of places that just constantly. Uh, go above and beyond to attack and defame the president are pretty obviously active activists. They have like activists working there and they also have editorial bias. That's like pretty, uh, I mean, questionable. I mean, I don't know if you could say that it has connections to fucking potential CIA operations, maybe, I don't know, but it's definitely something that you can't, you can't sit and look around and be like, <clears throat> and be like, yeah, okay. This is, this is fair and balanced, because definitely not, right? Taking the anti-Trump position makes you not fair and balanced, because, again, there are reason, there's a reason people are voting for him, so don't, don't always look at that reason as, it must be hate, it must be white supremacy. Take that postmodernist shit out of it, right? Take your, your own identity and those things out of it and look at the policy and look at the nations and look at the global climate, right? Um, you know, if you do that, then you actually will it be able to understand things like why the free trade policy is actually good for the whole world? Even though, yes, uh, you know, theoretically, other countries could be enriched by our deficits, but I don't think that's necessarily a good policy given the fact that we're a global power. And, you know, instead of looking at trying to always emulate these, like, very small, allegedly democratic socialist counties and or countries... Uh, like, you know, uh, Sweden, Norway, you know, some of those countries that have uh, free education, free healthcare. you know, instead of looking at that and just looking at it as a single only metric, everyone needs this, everyone, it's like, no, well, look, there are risks associated with being in America and a lot of Americans are aware of that, right? And, and let's not, let's not, let's stop classifying, um, let's stop classifying people based on all these arbitrary metrics. Let's look at like, what helps the core of America? The core of America is helped by people who actually can work, can continue to work. The core of America is helped by people who actually participate with the economy. And if you engage with the economy, then you should be protected by progressive tax law and uh, you know non-authoritarian um, operation ability. Like you should not be locked down as a state. You should not be you know. And then if you want to go at healthcare, go to healthcare in a way that actually addresses the problem. Stop going like this Kyle Kalinske. These, the, I mean, I don't want to call them all out, but I mean, you guys suck. Like, you guys are actually like one of the reasons why there is a divide and you guys are totally riding the coattails of like uh, other people instead of making an actual legitimate assertion and inspiring people. David Pakman, all these people, they have these hard left biases and it's like you can't consider yourself efficient or engineering anything or even consider yourself in the commentary space if you're not going to just simply address these things head on. You know, you want to talk about healthcare? 
dude, how about talk to people in the medical field? How about how about instead of just emulating some shit you heard from Bernie Sanders, who, yeah, I love Bernie Sanders. I'm sure he's a great guy, but guess what? Like, his party stole the election from him. His party took it from him for a reason, right? So how about you do something that's a little more realistic and addresses the climate of the entire geopolitical sphere? Stop looking so narrowly, right? And then actually suggest solutions that will actually help the individual thing. So instead of being, say, four lockdowns, right, and then also being for free healthcare, right, look at the actual incidences of death and mortality in America and look at the actual incidences of death and mortality in Sweden. Compare them on actual comparable metrics. Stop comparing, like, you know, broad titles such as, like, you know, this mortality or that mortality. Compare them on actual metrics and then provide a solution that's feasible, won't cost $30 trillion, and won't actually have to force people into a worser standard of care, or worser, that's, that's insane, a worse standard of care. And before you say, oh, no, standard of care never drops, like, Look at the standard of care in the U.S. now and look at how many Medicare and Medicaid reimbursements go out to employers and healthcare uh, uh, people who are charging for their services all over the country. Look at that. Look at that and then look at adding a socialized system to it and tell me how that will help anything, right? It won't help anything, right? The system currently has too much waste, too much filth, and anything you do is going to hurt people who don't deserve to be hurt, like doctors, like like nurses, like people who actually get paid well because of private market incentive. Stop automatically assuming everything that's capitalist capitalist is somehow always prone to crony capitalism. If you really want to criticize crony capitalism, then you look in your own party, look at your own leaders, look at the deals and, and wheeling that they do all over the fucking world, especially with China, especially with you know all sorts of uh, geopolitical interests, the expansion of the CIA, the the uh, military-industrial complex, look at them and criticize them. Stop talking about how good the ACA was. The ACA didn't do shit. Nothing on any metric changed. Deaths did not go down. People, People's coverage did not actually translate to any sort of betterment of society, okay? It just added way more money onto the already inflated tax that a lot of people who earn money pay, okay? And I'm sorry if you are Antifa, if you are just completely, uh, you know, everything's a social construct, and if you're in this open border world and all this nonsense, then you, my friend, should, I genuinely implore you, instead of trying to convert the society that exists under these rules that actually protect people who are vulnerable, why don't you go and do this somewhere else? Why don't you look at California and look at New York and look at all these places where they tried these policies, where they defunded the police most recently, where they have allowed foreign investment, which, by the way, nobody voted on. De Blasio didn't take a vote from anyone to let foreign investors come and flood the streets of New York with Chinese and Russian money. That didn't happen under under a vote. That happened under Bill de Blasio's specific, in, specific interests, okay? Look at the people who you've elected in these countries and these in these states, and then look at the states that you're criticizing. You're often criticizing states that are doing much better than you. Texas is doing much better than you, California. I'm local to Dallas, okay? My friends, Dallas is, you know, fuck Austin. Austin has now gone fully blue, but Dallas is firmly red, and Tarrant County is the only county that went blue this year. Uh, There's Tarrant and Collin County, and Collin County is a a uh, crust bucket full of libs, and, and Tarrant County is pretty disgusting, but, you know, Tarrant County did go red, hard red. Fort Worth, thank you, Fort Worth. Thank you for staying where you guys are supposed to be. Thank you for voting in, in the interest of policies and economic freedoms that actually make the good things available and allowed. And this and these lefties who continue to think that everything's a social construct and that resources are infinite and, and there should be no meritocracy and everything should get an equal thing, it's like, look, I I can come I can agree with you on the empathy. I can I can I can agree with your empathy. I can empathize with you. But you're asking a lot of people who don't just get money for free. It doesn't grow on trees. You're asking a lot of doctors, lawyers, business owners, uh, store owners, gas station owners. You're asking people who genuinely provide services, provide commodities for fees. You're asking them to pay a lot more money. Um and in not and let's let's stop looking at this middle class shit, man. Look, if you're making over $150,000 a year or $200,000 a year, you and the rest of the people who make over, just even between 200000 and a million, just between 200000 and $2 million, that is the majority of tax revenue collected in America. Right there. 
Everybody else who's richer probably isn't paying taxes, okay? And and before you go with some sort of lefty Bernie Sanders style like authoritarian taxation system, let's look at why and when taxes need to be paid and let's look at how a business should be paying taxes if they should be paying taxes <clears throat> excuse me. If they should be paying taxes on if should they be paying should a business that makes five million dollars in 2019 and then loses five million dollars in 2020 have to pay any taxes in 2020? They net they net are zero. They have made five million and lost five million. Should they have to pay any taxes? You know, and I, I don't think it's radical to believe that that business is first of all a a very small business employs a lot of people, a lot of people's livelihoods on the line. It's not just some some multi million dollar uh, filth, rich filth. No, it's like a that is the working class of America. I mean, Stephen Crowder says this all the time. He's like, dude, when am I not working class? I work 14 to 18 hours a day a week. It's like, and that's the that's the cold hard truth of it. Is the cold hard truth of it is that people work, and you need to be able to, um, you know, respect that and not not constantly be able looking to attack that. I mean, there's always these attacks, and it always comes in the form of this ridiculous taxation policy, which I just don't understand how people think this is good. Like. You know, Biden's tax plan, they, they say, oh, yeah, look at the middle class, though. The middle class is paying less taxes. Like, first of all, no, they're not. That's what the New York Times fake news wrote into, like, confident enough words for you to believe it. But if you actually look at the tax plan and look at the effective tax rate under each, under specifically Trump's uh, Tax and Incentives uh, Jobs Act or whatever, like, the the taxes, the taxes that people may pay in the $70,000 range per annum is is much less. It's like the effective tax rate of 20% or 25% or something like that, as opposed to like 32% or 31%. So, you know, you just got to stop reading all that shit and believing all that shit and at least turn to the actual source of these stories and stop saying that it's the Washington Post, it's, it's the Associated Press, like it's Reuters, dude. They're never wrong. It's like they're often wrong and they post their retractions. And if you look at their retractions... They'll have a lot of retractions about the president. Now, that being said, do I think Reuters and Associated Press are a little are more accurate than like uh, the Post, the Times, and all these, the Washington Post, but the New York Post is amazing. I, I think if you want to go to the news, man, go to the New York Post. They light everybody up. They hold everyone's feet to the fire. <clears throat> now, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not saying they're immune to editorial bias, but... If you're talking about news, like, I mean, the things they covered, the New York Post, when no one else was covering it, man, oh, man, they covered the Hunter Biden story. They, they were late. I think they kind of, like, had a little bit of editorial stuttering, but, you know, they, they put it out. They put themselves out there. They covered the Hunter Biden story. They covered um, they covered Russiagate. They, they covered, they, they have platformed so much information that's been left out of the majority of corporate media. Like, I'm, I'm impressed. I, I would assume that the New York Post should be compromised. But they're not. They're not, and they're doing well. So, I mean, like, you know, I, I would say if you want to read, go to the New York Post, you know, go to, try to, like, listen to guys in the space like like Steven Crowder or Shapiro or, uh, you know, and obviously these guys are right-leaning, but, like, again, stop engaging them on the outrage. Look at what they're saying about policy. Don't even acknowledge the, like, the viewpoint differences you may have with them on, uh, you know, this or that or the other, look at their assertions and then see how reasonable their assertions are. Like when you look at Crowder's assertions on, on, uh, on uh, border control, they're very reasonable assertions. At no point do you see xenophobia. Cause the thing is when you realize that it's not xenophobia I'm fighting and I'm trying to actually preserve a group of people who are providing a lot for the rest of the world, the rest of the nation, and you know, usually the highest engagers with the economy, and they're providing the most of the tax revenue. I mean, it's over seventy. It's over like over seventy percent of tax revenue is provided by people who make you know seventy thousand to probably. My, I'm guessing you can someone can fact check it, dump it in the comments and stuff. But be respectful. Don't be an asshole. I, you know, the 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 truth is that taxes are not paid. It's not. The truth is that you know you you do need to protect that class of people. I, I'm I'm okay with uh, not allowing people to not pay their share, their fair share. But um, you know that's that's like at the corporate tax level. That's like the thirty million dollar plus a year businesses that um, you know are you know not, that again they are employing a lot of people, giving a lot of livelihood. But you know you have to you have to if you want to talk about corporate taxes. 
You need to go with the big companies. Stop looking at the middle class. Stop looking at the working class. Stop looking at people who actually have to go and earn and keep the lights on and stuff. Look at like Amazon, okay? Look at Amazon and look at Facebook and look at Twitter and look at their taxes and look and see how many they're saving on their taxes, okay? I mean, Facebook is redirecting a lot of money that isn't taxed in the in the name of nonprofit to literally fund democratic think tanks and democratic campaigns and then editorially curate all their content. Meanwhile, they're still paying everyone a bunch of fucking money. They're still paying Mark Zuckerberg a bunch of fucking money. You know, even though he tells you he's getting a zero dollar salary, it's like, no, you're not. You're a fucking liar, dude. You're you're making billions of dollars a year off of while the world is burning. And while people are becoming more and more polarized than ever before, and you're the single biggest contributor to it. So, I mean, like, look, I, I have no hate for Mark Zuckerberg, but man, oh, man, did you fucking fall off the bus, man. Like, you went on, you did something that no one else saw ever before. Like, you you did something that was unprecedented. It was impossible to to imagine what, he, what he's accomplished. But you handed the fucking keys to the kingdom right over to the enemy, my friend. The same foreign forces, foreign forces that that a lot of us don't want to. We like, I'm telling you, go to California, try to get an apartment, try to get an apartment, and then come to Texas and try to get an apartment, and see how much and how much easier it is to live here under these free market market economy rules, where there isn't these authoritarian regimes, there isn't like crippling social welfare programs. There's sensible. We have sensible welfare programs in Texas, guys. Like, I think it's so funny that everyone is always uh, criticizing Texas and Republicans. It's like, dude, we take care of a lot of people. There's a lot less homeless people in Texas than there are California. And the populations are very similarly different. Like, it, it's, not a, it's not proportionate, you know? It's not proportionate at all. And there's a lot, and this is all off the top. This is, I'm just riffing. Again, again, if you want to you wanna criticize me, be respectful, please. Don't be mean. I'm not trying to be mean to anybody. But, like, you know, you look at, like, the rates of opioid and uh, uh, drug abuse in California versus Texas, like the, I, I'm comparing these two because they're both huge states with a lot, with millions and millions of people. Like, and so you know, y- you look at the the ratio and the proportions, and Texas is a healthier state, and we have second, we have way more open gun laws, which uh, are are very sensible. We have background checks. We literally do not give out guns without background checks in Texas. You cannot go to a gun shop and buy a gun without a background check. You cannot go and walk in and walk out with a gun. Um, unless the background check, unless you have a very clean record and the background check immediately comes, but if the background check, if the software for the background check uh, says that it may take a few days to do some chase down some leads and do some processing, it'll do that. But um, you know, you have a lot of, um, you have radically more free speech. We don't have, we have less hate speech shit. Our universities are still pretty liberal, but dude, you have so much stuff in in Texas that that so many things, so much commodities, better better land, better real estate prices, it's easier to make money here, it's easier, easier to save money, the food's cheaper here, restaurant services are cheaper here. I mean, like, like I could go out with $100 here and go to a really nice restaurant, whereas in California, that's not really going to be the case. I mean, it's like they've got, they've got an expensive-ass building, an expensive-ass mortgage to keep up or a lease. And so, I mean, again, I'm not saying that, like, you know, and, and, and the idea that, that California is nicer than Texas, like, you need to fucking, st- <laughs> I mean, come on, can we, can we be serious here, dude? Like, California nicer than Texas? Like, uh, like I mean, yeah, sure, you have a beach, but, I mean, dude, n- it, like, everything's burning. I mean, nothing works, and, and it's not, uh, it's, like, horrible, and, like, and you have, like, full lockdowns. I mean, come on, man, like, People can't even go walk like some walking outside without a, without a mask is like now arrestable in California. I'm pretty sure it's like you can get in trouble for it or whatever. So I mean, like let's 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 be honest here. We we have literally um, negligible amount of deaths differences than you guys. Negligible and the case differences are higher, but the mortality is the only thing that really matters, and it's minimal. It's absolutely minimal. We have maximum bed capacities reached in a few hospitals in rural areas. But in our in our metropolitan areas, man, like we're not at max bed capacity. So I mean, like you're talking about a lot of different things that I mean, these are broken down on multiple level levels. It's it's liberty. It's like it's it's you know it's it's just a simple matter of you know possibility and having liberty. But it's it's not something that I think that there's there's any reason for this much outrage. And so when you look at it and you see what the actual center is, you realize that it's really not that bad. It's really not that bad to be. 
um, for a strong border. And and you look and you listen, and instead of just assuming that you're the the instead of assuming if you're a lefty, especially a white one. Um, by the way, I'm brown. So before you come at me for any of this shit, like listen, I'm brown. Like I'm I'm a you know I was born in America, but I'm a ututu fucking dot uh, dot not feather Indian, right? But my you know, but guess what? Guess what? I'm a fucking Republican, baby, and I supported the president, and I supported I supported um, conservative values because I believe that yes, um, there are probably a lot of people that don't like some of the things that have come out of um, you know conservative values. Which which again, if you want to argue the individual points, I think we can. Um, but I can understand that not everyone can agree on that. But you cannot dispute the track record. You cannot dispute the uh, better quality of life, how easy it is and how much healthier the middle class is in a state like Texas compared to California, right? And so, you know, uh, and again, people keep people want to take sides and criticize. Hey, listen, man, you want to do it? Go to that state because it's working out so well, right? It's clearly working out so well. When Gavin Newsom is setting down like very totalitarian lockdown rules while he's eating out, right? And people who are defending him, you're clowns. Stop defending him. Stop defending these people. Stop defending Hillary Clinton. Stop defending the DNC. Stop defending Obama. Stop defending people who are criminals or borderline criminals and are doing things that actually detract from the healthiness of the middle class that you so desperately want to protect, right? So Think about that. Stop going, listening, and reading to all these fucking, these highly activist biased sources. Stop doing that. Instead, do yourself a favor, read policy, look at metrics, check out unemployment, check out median household income, stop stop accrediting. Look, just because Washington Post or Reuters or Associated Press or whoever the fuck you're going to cite told you that the, the unemployment was trending downwards, Try and Google every single company that came back to the U.S. to handle and deal with the corporate tax cut that President Trump was giving them and look at how many jobs they employed and do the fucking math. Because if you do that math, you'll understand that nothing in the Obama era that he did actually brought jobs back to the U.S., not one thing. Did Trump Did Trump bring every job back to the U.S.? No, he's there still probably... A lot of unemployed people, there's probably still at least 5 to 10 million unemployed people. Unemployment right now, since COVID was bad and the pandemic was bad. But stop looking to blame him for every single thing and think critically. Look at the actual uh, history of events. You're looking at, you've you got people who are just automatically taking the anti-Trump position because they're like, well, there's no way he could be smart. And it's like, look, my friends, in 2016, Donald Trump had been laughed out of the Democratic Party um, and he joined on the Republican ticket to run for the Republican presidency. You know why he got laughed at the Democratic Party? Before you say, oh, because Democrats are so smart and intelligent. No, because he has not, no part of him that would work with any special interests ever, okay? No part of him would work with the interactive machine cog things that work in there. And you want to talk about Republican special interests? You can but you have to talk about that on the establishment side. And you cannot tell me the DNC is not an... It's the DNC is 100% an establishment organization. It is not a grassroots organization. And you can see that by how they automatically declined Bernie Sanders, his duly uh, representatively elected uh, primary victory. So Donald Trump arrives at the 2016 Republican National Convention debate. In the middle of the debate, he looks Jeb Bush... A member of, I believe the brother, I think, of George Bush, the Bush dynasty, the fucking Bush dynasty, eight years, and then father had, I believe, four years, I think, right? The fucking Bush dynasty. He looks at him, his brother, right in the face, Jeb, and says, your brother lied us into a war and lost American lives. And the next day, when they tabulated the votes, Donald Trump had... I can't remember the exact number, but well over 60% of the popular vote. Landslide victory. I think it was like 66% or something like that. Okay? The people of this country love Donald Trump. And no, their love for Donald Trump does not come with racism, transphobia, or all the fucking phobias you can name. Each one of these people supports things like the First and Second Amendment, which give you, the trans person, the gay person, this person, that person, the ability 
to actually express yourself the way you desire. As silly as it may be comparatively when looking from a conservative point of view, I respect the ability for you to identify as whatever you want. What I do not respect is the ability for the government to compel my speech to be conforming to your ideology. I would like the ability to learn by grace and not by force. And that is something that is not radical, but is entirely conservative. And it's something that came out of the right. The right brought that to the, I mean, people who are constitutionalists are the ones who are prioritizing these things. And constitutionalism is not something the Democrats want. And if you say you're a constitutional Democrat, you're, you know, you need to re-educate yourself on like what some of these policies are, open border policy, uh, bat blowing up the electoral college, like all of these things. Like you, you really don't understand like how any of politics work. Like you, you cannot have scenarios where there's no electoral college. You can have scenarios where there's no, border protection. I mean, you want to talk about border protection and xenophobia. Obama, to this day, you can look at the numbers now, has deported more people per month than Donald Trump. And then at the heights of their individual deportation things, it still wasn't even close. You know why? Because Trump secured the border a lot better. So he has to deport less people. Detainees at the border, the numbers are very comparable. They're not something that didn't happen under the Obama era. They detained several hundreds of people in the Obama era. They detained several hundreds of people now. And on top of that, there uh, the photos you see on the media. A lot of them are actually like very insidiously cropped and placed from Obama era to Trump era. For some reason, for some reason, they they don't actually get have photos the real photos of the actual detainment camps there. But they're some of them are cropped. Like I believe even this is in one of these fucking fake check, fact checker uh, websites where they say it. And so you look at you look at this stuff, and you know you stop analyzing things from. The outrage died. Stop acting like you're the voice for every victim that's unheard. Please, enough of that shit. Let's look at practically what we need to do. Let's look at practically what needs to happen. Stop, stop doing all this fucking nonsense. Because you're you're further. I mean, I, I I can agree with you that that we shouldn't have the white supremacists. We shouldn't have the KKK. We shouldn't have any of these. Like, let's keep in mind, Trump has labeled the KKK a terrorist organization, as well as BLM. Okay. So let's be let's be understanding that Donald Trump is being very fair, and he's not um, he denou he's denounced all these things numerous times, tens and tens of times, and I, I don't think we should I don't think it's uh, at all consistent if you're not going to at least have um, the left answer for their policies. Uh, they they don't answer for their policies. They get softball questions in interviews. They don't answer about the crime bill. They don't answer about uh, you know they don't answer about um, these segregationist policies. Uh, they don't answer about uh, putting people on death row. I mean, like, so, so, and they don't, they don't, and Obama never answers for anything. Obama never answers for expanding the privileges of CIA, uh, you know, uh, trying to hunt uh, Snowden down, like, like, a, say like a Salem witch trial, uh, processing more whistleblowers under the Espionage Act. So, so understand that evil is not partisan. Evil is nonpartisan and it happens everywhere. And why millions and millions of people voted for Trump was not because he's a fascist, not because he's a racist, not because he's a homophobe or a transphobe or all this fucking stuff that you want to say he is. It's because he's not characteristic of a politician who is curated and bred by the swamp. He's an individual with establishment, um, with, with no establishment ties, with 100% authenticity, and yes, he's not perfect, but boy, oh boy, was he an amazing president. And boy, oh boy, despite the media and other entities trying to keep us at war and the media and other entities trying to keep our economy low and, and places like, you know, and, you know, states closing down entirely to cripple the economy, man, oh man, did we have the best economy when this guy was around, man. I mean, we still, we still have a really good economy, like, overall, because none of his policies have been repealed. But, I mean, dude, like, you know, you want to talk about the economy. I mean, these lefties are like, oh, dude, because of Obama, dude. I have a fucking friend, man. Is she a fucking cunt? She's like, it's because of Obama, dude. It's because of Obama. And I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? It's because of Obama. What do you mean it's because of Obama? Well, what do you, what policy did Obama do that helped the world? Obama, say, had, like, released sanctions and, and deregulated all the sanctions 
that we have with other countries. And on top of that, Obama spent more in the military than anyone else before. Off the books, we were in more secret wars because of Obama, dude. We were in Libya. How, like, Trump pulled us out of Libya. Who the fuck thought we were in Libya, dude? That was under the Obama administration. And so, like, you talk about outrage. Be consistent in your outrage. Stop being so outraged at Donald Trump. Donald Trump didn't do anything to you besides make your life freer and make your taxes lower, okay? So stop, so give credit where credit's due. Like, you look at everyone that likes Trump as a Trump bootlicker while literally bootlicking the fucking left establishment. Do you realize how silly you look? Because when it comes to you, when they come for your freedoms, my friends, like they're doing right now, like they're doing right now in California, they're locking down business owners. Bro, guess what? Some of those business owners probably voted Biden because they thought he was a fucking, uh, he was less racist than Trump, even though it's not even true. You know, Biden said more racist shit on the record, but they probably voted Biden. And their state locked them down, bro. Look at, like, if that's you, man, analyze why people stand up for the Constitution. Analyze why conservative values have a place in the, in the marketplace. Stop banishing them from all of the common public forms of discourse. Analyze that. See why people actually believe that. Why do people love the free, First Amendment? Why do people love the Second Amendment? Why do people not want to have hate speech designated as a real thing? Why do people, why do people actually, pre, pre, are, why are people in favor of of uh, um, progressive tax rates, or, sorry, uh, progressive tax plans, not progressive tax rates, not high tax rates, but low tax rates, right? Why do people like that? Why do people like having sovereignty? Stop undermining all of that with this stupid, out, like everything, every argument for it is always, oh, people need money, people need this, people need that. It's like, it's always these outrageous things and it's, it's like all outrage basically. It has nothing to do with anybody's, actual livelihood or well-being it's always comparatively comparing the metrics of like europe to the u.s and it's like dude what are you talking about go to europe exist in europe start a business in europe run a business in europe make money start a blog post controversial shit come here and do it right i mean look at what like you, you cannot you, like people i mean i have a friend who told me china's a state capitalist economy and i'm like why are you defending the chinese dude like, bro, they literally have internment camps and they, where they have interned millions of people. Like, so so let's stop talking about them. as and, and no, no, the border patrol camps are nowhere near that. I'm sorry. When you're getting sandwiches and water bottles and you're sitting in a hotel room, you're not uh, under duress. You're not, you know, like, dude, we're not, there's no hu real human rights violations going on there. And, and before you say, oh, they separated the kids at the border, yeah. That was under Obama. Obama actually thought it was inhumane to actually have kids in the same cells or holding areas as their parents. So, so he did that. He was the first. So you want to thank someone for doing that. Why don't we be consistent and thank him for doing that? Let's stop, let's stop being so fucking Trump deranged for a little bit. Because you just because right now you've given a a a, a institution, the DNC and their, you know, their co-conspirators all sorts of reasons, like you voted them enough in the margin of error for them to inject like hundreds of thousands of fake ballots, you know, millions of fake ballots probably, and they disposed of probably millions of Trump ballots. So, I mean, you you th you effectively, your activism has single-handedly screwed up the country, okay? And not in a good way. Again, you can cheer, you can laugh at me, you can be like, oh my God, yes, we can now recognize all non-binary rights while the world is burning, while I'm literally in a fucking uh, house, in an apartment, I can't even go outside because of a pandemic, I'm gonna Postmates everything. Like, you can realize that, but look at how many people are gonna die now. Look at how many people are gonna starve in the global scene. And you you, you need to realize that, because I mean, you're you're insane if you believe that shit, man. You're fucking insane. If you believe that anything coming out of these like left, these Democratic uh, politicians' mouths or anything at all important, man, like these people are insane. Gavin Newsom's a maniac. Fucking Meatball Cuomo, he's a fucking nutcase, dude. I mean, all these people are completely insane. And if you think that for any reason any one of them is great, man, man, oh man, I feel so bad for you because if only you could have simply understood the true intentions behind their work, maybe you could have prepared yourself better. Maybe you could have actually looked at the global view of what's happening everywhere in the world right now with China, with the EU, with the WHO, with, with, uh, you know, with Mexico, with America, with Canada. If you could look at that, maybe then 
you would have been able to understand that, you know what, I got to vote. I got to vote in the interest of the individual and not the group. And if I vote in the interest of the individual and all these individuals respect each other, then, well, we'll have a pretty healthy society. But instead, you you voted for the party that is neoconservative. They don't like black people any more than the than the um, than the bad guys you always call the boogeyman, right? They don't the the they're as white supremacists as it comes. Like I mean, they they you want to talk about segregationists, you want to talk about crime bill, you want to talk about I mean, I mean the list fucking goes on and on. People, let's stop acting like these people are heroes, okay? Let's stop posting pictures of Joe Biden in sunglasses. I see this shit on my Instagram time feed, dude. Joe Biden in sunglasses, dude. And he's like trying to look all sexy. And it's like, dude, this guy gropes and touches and rapes uh, and does shit. And he fucking goes to China and gets a billion here and gives his son, gives his son a billion dollars. And he goes and gives his brother a billion dollars. He's like, oh, you want a $50 million housing contract? I'm the ambassador in all these areas. Like, dude, he literally like skirts and... Uh, beats the law all the time. He doesn't actually follow any of it. He he makes money. His family's made billions of dollars. His family has literally made over two billion dollars or more uh, since his like start in politics. I mean, he meets with more fucking lobbyists. He meets with more pharma, more healthcare. He's literally the fucking wheeler and dealer of the left, man. And you voted this guy in. He has dementia, and they're gonna amendment twenty five this motherfucker, dude. They're gonna amendment twenty five this motherfucker to give this bitch this whole this whole issue to crime bill Kamala, bro. Crime bill Kamala, crime bill Kamala is literally going to basically, uh, you know, the, the the lady who the crime bill. I mean, she was a supporter of the fucking three strike act from Bill Clinton. I mean, both these people were like on the same train on this shit. I mean, they they were taking money from prison lobbies, dude. Are you serious? And now they're the same party telling you defund the police. You dummies don't understand. Just because AOC looks younger and newer and nicer, she's aligned with the same interests that corrupted and fucking screwed over minorities across America, across the inner city. You know? I mean, you look, this is the same thing happens with LBJ. He, you know, they say, oh, we want to welfare the whole thing and socialize the whole motherfucker top to bottom and get everyone making money. And it's like, dude, you don't understand. Lyndon B. Johnson, Lyndon Baines Johnson, this motherfucker... His model cities and socialized welfare programs incentivized all sorts of uh, irregularities in the black community right now, man. Like, I mean, it's not some, it's not rocket science, bro. And it's not racist to identify that, okay? It's not racist at all. Actually, it's it's completely uh, anti-racist because I believe the bigotry of lower expectations is ridiculous. That's way worse than like the one out of uh, 15 million like actual clan members that probably exist in America or the one out of you know, whatever, like, I mean, like, like, please, like, let's stop acting like the Klan and, and, and fucking, I mean, this, this rate, like, you hear these people, man, you hear these people talk about, like, why they voted Biden, I voted Biden because of, because of, because of racism, because of racism, because of, and you're like, your brain just melts, you're just like, what? Like, you didn't vote for, you didn't, you didn't think about the economic, the economy, you didn't think about you didn't think about the about the joblessness. What about homelessness? What about I mean, what about like uh our foreign policy, dude? Like what about things that affect everyone? Like what about the people in Hong Kong? What about Taiwan? What about all the people who rely on America to exercise this kind of regime? This kind of this kind, I mean, the Obama regime didn't do shit, but the Trump regime was pretty fucking humanitarian, man. It was pretty humanitarian. It was pretty nice. Not a lot of wars. After you fire Michael Bolton, the whole shit turned around for the better. And people loved it. And, like, I'm just, I'm literally, like, shook. I'm at a loss of words. That, like, how, because they, they think it's funny. They think they roast us, and they say, ha, ha, you lost. And it's like, no, dude, you don't understand. I'm self-sufficient. I'm worried for people like you. You've been indoctrinated. You've been you've been lied to. You've been misled, misinformed, and you believe it with a guttural conviction that is pretty damning. It's pretty bad. I mean, you you you're looking at 
the whole world in this open border lens and this fake empowerment lens and you're trying to empower the whole world. Meanwhile, the same people who've been playing chess behind the fucking curtains are only going to do it more because there are less rules, less freedom and less rules. And I'm just like, I mean, it's, it's not me, man. Like, you know, I, I'll pay a little bit more money in taxes. I mean, uh, you know, I'll, I'll do whatever I have to do to get by, but it's for Hong Kong, man. It's for Taiwan. I mean, those people are getting kidnapped by the Chinese government. And, the, and, and meanwhile, SNL and, and all these worthless, I mean, you guys call yourself comedy, but it's like ridiculous. You guys are making jokes about, about Republicans not liking the Chinese Communist Party while the Chinese Communist Party is persecuting people for civilian dissent. It's the most inconsistent thing I've ever seen. It's, it's egregious. I mean, it's, hero- it's, like, it's fucking horrendous, man. Like, these are design flaws within the actual Democratic Party. And, and these, are design- these, are, these are some of the sections. I mean, forget the AOC, this wing. No, it's politician slash elite and common man and civilian. And the civilian, I don't know who's been more misguided in history. Who who has been more I was I mean was like I I think the last people I can think of are like the Nazis or something man like the Nazis were really misguided but right now you have Antifa BLM people who support that secondarily who vote at least like they'll vote in the favor of the more authoritarian regime the more authoritarian part of the government and you know it's insane man I mean I I I can't even like a lot of I mean you could. Any leftist principle is going to be pretty insane off jump. Like they say, oh, we're going to socialize the whole country and stuff. And then, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't, um, you know, actually, uh, you know, that, that, that's, that is a more like a policy thing and it's less of like an outrage thing, right? So they want to like, you know, bring, they want to bring Medicare for all or, or programs and things. And then, so you have to like debate the merit of the program. But if you just talk about like just the guys who say, Trump's racist, Trump's a fascist, Trump is a, a xenophobe. And it's like Muslim support for Trump went up because he bombs those countries less. He does less drone strikes, he does less bombings, he does less things. They like him more. He does less extra he doesn't do as many I don't I mean I don't the numbers on the, no one's unclassified like Trump's military record, but um Obama's has been unclassified. My friend Snowden, not my friend. I don't actually know Edward Snowden. Sorry, I he's not my friend. I don't know why I said that. Snowden has has, has given the world that, that information. WikiLeaks has given the world Julian Assange. These people, if it weren't for them, we wouldn't know these things. You wouldn't know any of this stuff. You would literally be lied to over and over again. And no, and yet the lefty never like. I mean, they 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 idolize these people. I mean, they like they idolize these people. And sometimes people people are like, oh, you idolize Trump, and it's like, look, I idolize Trump. Not in the same way you idolize Kamala Harris, you weirdo. I idolize Trump because he stands strong against all of these like special interests. And and in twenties from twenty sixteen to twenty twenty, a lot of those special interests went single direction unilaterally against him in a unidimensional fashion. They did not at all have any real uh, difference. I mean, the people went for him uh, in a I would say like a popular populist fashion, but you know these special interests really didn't. And so I mean. You know, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's not, I mean, it's clearly not, it's clearly not working. I mean, it's clearly not, um, you know, it's clearly not a good thing. I mean, uh, you know, that, that all this is happening with the left, but I mean, you, you guys, I mean, if you're listening to this and you're a lefty or if you have a friend who's a lefty, man, they're insane. I mean, they don't, they, I, I think, I think what would make them learn in terms of like, in terms of like how they would realize these things, I think it would be probably, It'd probably be a like if they were, um, you know, when it's like again, if you're the business owner and then the government, if you're a business owner and then you voted, you know, you vote Democrat, you're a registered Democrat, but you're a business owner, and that is how you make your money. And the government isn't giving you money because they don't plan on giving you money, and they actually can't give you. You guys realize that the government can't give you the amount of money you make, right? Even if you make a very little money, 
The government can't give that to you for a long time. It doesn't work. I mean, you're devaluing the dollar at a massive rate. Like every time you print a dollar, it devalues a dollar because it's all about what's in circulation. Even though we're not backed by anything and everyone like is like, well, it's just a construct. It's like, yeah, but that doesn't, a construct that keeps like global markets in play. So it's not good necessarily to keep doing it. I mean, the idea that you you earn money from the, what is in circulation is probably a little bit better, right? And you focus on equal taxation maybe. I mean, I can give you lefties some ideas to bring into your party to like actually reform the discourse, but you know, what's happening right now is the Republican Party is becoming the, the actual progressive party. I mean, we're becoming the party of um, you know, sensible uh, liberty liberty rules and we're not, you know, we're not going to pander to uh, the LGBTQ community as much. We're not going to like be, you know, authorizing, you're not going to be enabling, you know, kids to get hormone replacement therapy, like an eight year old or a five year old to get hormone replacement therapy, but we'll be, you know, uh, against war. We'll be against, you know, torture. And I mean, Donald Trump, you know, if you look at, uh, political compass, I believe is a website, Donald Trump's, uh, uh, let me actually, let's, let me look at this right now. Actually, I want to see while we're on the air because I'll read it to you. Because, I mean, see, the thing is, all this has just been a dump. Not, no part of this has been congruent. I don't know if anyone's going to make it up here. I, you know, you can, I welcome for you to forward around in it. I'm just more just trying to, like, create a little space where, like, I, I've, I've had a lot of feelings about this election. I, I've had a lot of, um, uh, you know, a lot. I've read a lot of stuff, and I'm, I'm going through a lot as far as, you know, how ideologically like, I match up to my peers. And I really, I really don't have much representative support in my peer groups and a lot of my close close friends are you know hard lefty and I mean obviously politics is politics but a lot of this is still very important and it's important that people actually vote in the direction that they feel they have to at least again if you rationalize your position and comparably not compared apple to oranges but actually look at like what's happening on the ground and how this affects people on the ground then I think it's fine for you to, uh, you know, vote blue. I mean, if you really believe in open borders, I mean, that's fine. But if you just think that it's about protecting someone who's weaker than you and that's your whole savior complex and it's just like trying to be the voice, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that's like a good thing, man. Like, let me see. Political compass. Let's see. Is Trump on this shit, bro? I don't even know. How the fuck did... I think my brother was telling me this. Political compass. Donald Trump. Um, yeah, I don't know about this. This looks pretty stupid. Let me see. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that this is the case. Vox, <laughs> bro, Vox is so funny, bro. Holy shit, oh, this is so funny, dude. Vox is so fun. I go to Vox for comedy now, man. Like, I read what Vox has just because it's just so comedically hilarious. Like, oh my god, dude. Like, let me see if I can find a Vox article. Let's see if I can find a Vox. Understand the news, bro. Bro, let's see. Honest, let me search Trump. Let's see something ridiculous. Why do they have one simple thing Trump can do to boost a COVID-19 vaccine after he leaves office? Bro, are you really going to criticize like the vaccine production and like every I saw that article where they're like Trump, Pfizer didn't, we don't have enough Pfizer vaccines because Trump didn't buy them, buy enough. And it's like, bro, because there's a limited supply and like, you know, fiscally speaking, like, like, I don't understand like the argument. There's AstraZeneca, there's other vaccines that are cheaper. Like, you know, like this is not a binary issue. Why are you treating like a binary issue? And then immediately selecting, selectively breeding the outrage. That's the funny thing. Trump's Georgia rally was supposed to pump up Loeffler and Purdue. It ended up as a grievance fest. Let's read this one. 
Trump paid lip service to the importance of voting while insisting the election was stolen from him. Outgoing President Donald Trump has traveled to Valdosta, Georgia on Saturday for a rally that was ostensibly meant to pump up voters and encourage them to run. But perhaps, unsurprisingly, Trump ended up having a hard time talking about anything but himself and his grievances. It's like, bro, I think you've missed the whole idea of the Trump rally. People were not get there to fucking see Loeffler and uh, Purdue, dude. Are you fucking idiot? They were there to see Donald Trump, and you could see the crowd. It was insane. There's probably like, I don't know, it looked like there's 50,000 people there, maybe 40,000 people there. So I don't, I don't know the exact numbers. Let's actually look that numbers up while we're on air. Trump uh, Valdosta rally numbers. It says thousands here. That didn't, that didn't look like that. It looked like at least like that. It looked like at least 10,000, 20,000, bro. Like there was people in the outside, the inside. Like there was people inside and outside. Like people drove from different areas. Like I don't know. Uh, it looked like a lot of people. But anyways, you know, this is such a, this is how they do this stuff. It's like this is clearly, like this is clearly biased. Like, Vox is clearly biased on this shit. Like, there's no way that you could read this and think that... This, like, bro, what did Trump do there? He went to Valdosta for a rally that was, yeah, supposed to pump... It did pump up voters. He literally said... If you watch the rally, he pumped up a lot of voters. And, like... But it was about him because it's Donald Trump. He's he's rallying for other people, but not, like, for the intention of not keeping the eyes on him, dude. He's... It's motherfucking President Trump, dude. Like, what do you mean? Oh, it turned into a... Gre Bro, it's not agreements, bro. These are like open fight. Like, bro, we are waiting for the SCOTUS. We are waiting for a lot of people. It's not something that I think that, you know, is so complicated to understand. I don't know why they write it like this as if this is like some sort of a, you know, like this is like some sort of astute like perspective on the whole issue. Like, come on, dude. Like, it's it's Donald Trump going to Valdosta, Georgia and talking to his supporters. I, I honestly, that's so complicated. And a lot of them are, you know, uh, believe that the election was uh, defrauded. And, and that's the idea that election integrity, this is another thing that came from the left recently because of the election. It, it's the idea that election integrity is for any reason, like never supposed to be questioned when like uh, it's a fascist in office. Like, and it's like, what dude? Like, bro, are you telling me that that's a radical position to question election integrity when, you know, a lot of these states made very, very oddly convenient purchase agreements to buy like hundreds, uh, tens of millions of dollars of of uh, voter voter equipment from Dominion, and and now WikiLeaks is putting out a bunch of different weird emails, really conspicuously showing that Dominion and the DNC and the Clinton Foundation have talked a lot about Donald Trump. And I mean, come on, like. Are you really going to ignore like whistleblowers that are saying something opposite of what the, the news tells you? Like how often have has the news been right? Like haven't we had enough? Like didn't the New York Times tell people that there were weapons of mass destruction in Iraq? Like wasn't that one of the main websites that was the way the main editorial bodies that was telling people that there was weapons of mass destruction? I just don't understand why people constantly over and over again that they they just they just need to lean into their narrative. They don't need to rationalize anything based off of the available spread of information, but they'll just rationalize, they'll just cherry pick it. They'll just be like, oh, well, Trump said this bad thing this time. And I think he's like pretty like, they'll, then they'll use like these like conclusive words. They'll say he's pretty obviously a racist. And it's like, what do you mean? What the fuck do you mean? Obviously a racist. Obviously we don't know what the fuck obviously means. Obviously you have a different definition for obviously than I do. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Obviously, he's a racist. My friend was like, "You don't think he's legitimately like? You don't legitimately believe that, do you?" And I was like, "That he's not a racist? You're asking me what the legitimacy is of me believing he's not a racist, dude? What's your? How about you, the person who asserted that he's a racist, legitimately back your argument up then, right? Because isn't that how it's supposed to work? The burden of proof's on you, buddy, right? But just in case you put it on me, then I have to fucking go and actually reference like the full context clips, the the uh, actual like uh, videos of like his alleged instances then, and then actually break down his border policy and break down like all of the all of the I have to go into the macro of like racism and like you know things that Obama did. Excuse me, I'm like kind of half burping. That's disgusting. Let's you know 
ugh, ugh, gross. But, dude, I mean, come on, man. Like, you're asking people to uh, identify, like, racism in Trump and like you're you're like looking for it and you're like oh yep yeah, that was bad and then you're just going and you're these people are publishing about it and the funny thing is like it's all in the profit model dude like activism got cool recently and I think the DNC understood that I think that news organizations understood that I think the editorial uh, the editors themselves understood that and the editorial like leanings understood that I think that all these things became cool it became cool to do all this shit so now they're all just you know getting on to, uh, you know, this one singular narrative about Donald Trump and constantly under The only time they report anything good about him is when he bombed Syria, which, like, Republicans weren't even a fan of. We were like, hey, don't bomb Syria, fire Michael Bolton, which he did, thank God. Thank God he fired Michael Bolton because, holy shit, like, was it, was it kind of looking like we we're about to be swamp again? But he fired Michael Bolton. He kept running for the people. like, And, I mean, dude, like, outside of that individual— So the only issue Trump supporters really have with Donald Trump is— the very individual positions of um, like having Michael Bolton on and then having a globalist like semi warmonger. It was still was nowhere near as warmongering as Obama. Like the number of drone strikes that were happening, the number of bombings that were happening was nowhere near Obama's numbers. Obama's numbers from independent assessments are like insane. Like so, we're talking like thirty thousand people, possibly maybe more people. Like just in like I'm just ballparking some of the information. There's probably tons of secret wars and all sorts of like. The, the death toll, death tolls could be hundreds of thousands of people. I mean, it could be half a million people. You know, you don't know. So, I mean, Trump very clearly had only basically, uh, um, you know, Michael, those, 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 uh, bad moments with Michael Bolton, which he fired. And then he fired a lot of the warmongering, uh, war hawks in, in the, you know, and the Pentagon recently. And he's, dude, he's really good on policy as far as foreign policy goes. So, I mean, even though he's had some bad moments, we like, we acknowledge, hey, we don't like this about you, Trump. And then, I mean, I think he somehow listened to us and, you know, he literally like lost that shit. Like, so, I mean, look, you know, you, you gotta, if you're, if, if you're the type of person right now who's like voting against Trump because it was racism, dude, I feel bad for you. I, I hope, I wish you, I wish you well, but I think you're a complete idiot. And I mean that respectfully. I mean that respectfully. I think you're a complete idiot. You're totally not looking, um, you're not giving any credence to ideas that don't sound flashy to you, and you're really kind of like ego, ego, you know, egotistically making yourself this like savior complex person because you're not. It's not your job to save people. It's your job to actually have the narrative right. Your job is to actually understand what's happening on every side, and then pick the side that has the least damage. And with Donald Trump, that is the side that has the least damage. And no, there's no divide like the divisive thing. I mean, dude, I was talking to. My, my, uh, I mean, I, I don't want to say the person's name, but not the name or even, I mean, if they, if they ever listen to this, I don't think they will, but I mean, I don't think anyone's going to listen to this shit, but you know, the, I was talking to, I'll just say one of my friends, you know, it's just one of my friends. I won't explain the exact relation, but you know, and she, and she is a Muslim person and, um, she, uh, you know, she in before 2000, before the election, I guess like she hadn't been talking to Muslim people about the election. But then I guess once, uh, like after November third, uh, we had a we like got on a Facetime call, and she started talking to the election to some of her Muslim friends, and had found out that um, a lot of them probably voted Trump, right? Because a lot of you know that, that happens. A lot of people actually vote Donald Trump, but they just don't tell anyone because they don't want to have to deal with all that bullshit, right? So um, she said, yeah, I, you know, I, she told me like, as if it was the first time she heard about it in the last four years, she was like, yeah, like Donald Trump, a lot of people voted for him. Cause yeah, he has like, you know, refugee bans and immigration bans from these countries. Um, but, uh, uh, it's, it's honestly, I don't even think it's like actual full immigration bans. I'm pretty sure you can still be Muslim and immigrant. It's a ref. It's like a, it's like a, these certain countries we're in conflict with, where we need to, where he brought peace to, like he was like, we're not gonna ex uh, just take swaths and swaths of folks. So, and you know, destabilize America. Um, but because I mean, dude, you have to actually like look at the ideological balance, and you have to look at the FBI and a lot of the the, the incidents of of uh, organized terror that has gone up since, like you know, especially with in refugee populations. Like people who debunk that shit are not like are literally like uh like negating obama era and uh like fbi you know prosecution prosecution so anyways like she says yeah i mean people like donald trump because people in the muslim communities the few that the the, the yeah, i guess the minority that do like him um 
uh, I think from her, I think like what I'm gauging from her was that it was about like a third, maybe a fourth to a third of people like Donald Trump, the Muslim community, because he bombs the other countries less. And he bombs like their home countries less. So yeah, he doesn't like, you know, specifically having, um, you know, uh, Muslims uh, ban, I guess like you want to call a Muslim ban. I'm actually going to like, let me see. Um, I'm going to actually look, fact check this while we're here because I don't want to say something wrong. Okay, let's see. Okay, so... Hmm. Okay, this is a little too comprehensive. I don't want to read all this shit. But I might have to cut some of this shit if this is going to take too long, but... Anyways, I mean, look, I don't have any fucking direction with this shit, man. I'm just, like, ranting, expressing my thoughts. These are all, like, free-based thoughts that I need to, uh, you know, get out there. But, you know, if anyone feels like this or thinks this is cool or funny or interesting or not, or if you don't if you don't think it's cool or funny or interesting, let me know. Hey, send me your hate mail, you know? Send me your hate comments, your hate mail. Um, you know, I think that this is pretty... I think I think this the time that we're in right now is going to be studied for years. I don't think that this is at all, um, you know, at all going to be uh, over anytime soon. I think that we'll really know who's president by January, um, in sometime in January. I don't even think the the safe harbor deadlines and shit really matter, um, because the safe because har- I think the safe harbor deadlines do matter, but they don't. Um, if the election's in dispute from the legislature side, I don't think it matters. So I think we're, I mean, everyone's going to have their own opinion. There's different legal scholars listening to different things. But look, regardless, um, I hope that, uh, you know, everything is Gucci with you all. Um, don't riot, burn down things. Just remain peaceful, remain calm. You know, if you're a conservative, you're listening to this, man, we'll, we'll weather the storm, man. If you're a liberal, I, I hope that, I hope that something I've said didn't offend you. I, I really, I mean it, I, but I want, I want you to, um, you know, Listen to people like Stephen Crowder. Listen to people like uh, Ben Shapiro. Challenge their facts. Challenge their, uh, you know, ignore the goofs and the gaffes and the stuff that may not be super flattering. But look at look at what they say policy wise and see why you know see why we're talking. See why like probably you know seventy five to eighty million people don't agree with you on on how Biden how a demented person named Biden should be president. So, but I think that's gonna be all. I think I'll have to like make another episode after this. So, all right, peace, fam.